the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. It is Monday. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight as we roll into a really incredible day tomorrow, which is the first, finally it is here, child. It is the first presidential debate of this election year. And I, like you, am just really on the edge of my seat waiting patiently or impatiently for it to go down tomorrow. I just I get your popcorn ready because it is just going to be absolutely amazing. And we're going to be talking about the, that tonight. We're going to be talking about what we can anticipate, what we think Trump should do, and what is likely to be the result of tomorrow. If anything, is it going to change anybody's minds? And I would love to hear from you guys. I've already started receiving emails from people as to what they think Trump should ask Biden. And if you would like to be a part of the show and share your ideas, suggestions, thoughts on the debate or anything else, then there's a variety of different ways you can do that. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. We are streaming live right now on Facebook at the Answer San Diego Facebook page. I'm going to share that on our private little group, Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. And you can also call in the show, 888-344-1170. If there's any, I would love to hear your guys' perspective on what you think Trump needs to do tomorrow. Do you think it's going to sway any votes? Either way, 888-344-1170. You can email me at andreakshow.com. Joining me tonight to talk about the debate tomorrow is actually going to be my partner in crime tomorrow night for our special debate coverage. Ed Martin of our Pro-America Report is going to be here. And we're also, in addition to talking about the debate, we're also going to be talking about this New York Times fraud that was perpetrated uh, I guess it was based uh, about Trump's taxes. I guess it was based on uh, some – it's kind of like the National Enquirer. I mean they pulled some facts, I guess, on the story, but then you know, basically did the equivalent of saying that you know, some boy had been raised by pigs in a forest somewhere. You know, that's, that's the level of journalism this was. So we're going to talk about that with Ed Martin as well as uh, you know, Ed, in addition to being a pol- uh, pol- political pundit, he's also an attorney. So I'm excited to get his perspective on what he thinks is going to happen with Amy Coney Barrett. And uh, I don't have my other partner in crime with me tonight. My man DJ Potato Skins is out, but have no fear, because the one and only DJ Radish is here. The first time I ran out of radishes, yes, I remember. It was like being in a nightmare. When you have zero radishes, <laughs> it feels like a spider web is your boyfriend. <laughs> it's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> Who wrote that for you, Biden? It's just like that, yeah. <laughs> That sounds about as like something Biden would say, only more lucid. (laughs) And I can actually understand what your point was. Glad to have you here with me, my friend. Joe Biden's latest. Did y'all hear this? 
One of the things that I think President Trump needs to do tomorrow is, first of all, I think he needs to be Trump. Okay, he needs to be the same Trump who systematically, one by one, if not all at the same time, knocked out every other of the 15 Long time, many of which were longtime career Republicans. He didn't take out idiots like like Crystal Queen Marianne Williamson or some little some little techie geek like Andrew Wong. No, President Trump took down in 2016. He took down 15 hardcore career uh, business people and politicians and did it in an amazing fashion. And he did it because he is an outsider who truly cares about this country and truly understood where the American voter was at and what what issues that we felt that we had in our lives and what he needed to do to make America great again. And he did it by punching hard. He was not only elected in spite of how rough he is around the edges, and he says stuff like little Marco and busted Rand Paul for that bad hairdo and, you know, lion Ted and even retweeted some unflattering comments. He wasn't just elected in spite of those comments. He was elected because of it. Because he is willing to punch hard. You know, the American people, and we have not changed. The American people were sick and tired of these career politicians speaking so eloquently, using their politispeak and using their weasel words to promise one thing on the campaign trail and then give us excuse after excuse after excuse when they were in office as part of this, you know, um, establishment one party rule where they all get their, you know, they all hang out with the same Russian ambassador together and they all get their hair done at the, and work out in the same gym and they all go to the same doctors paid for by the taxpayers while we struggle to make our premium payments, right, on our health care. That, and that's the Trump that we need to see tomorrow. I think he needs to come out and he needs to, he needs to start immediately punching Joe Biden in the face. I think he should start with the fact that Joe Biden just yesterday, I think it was on the campaign trail, came out and said, and said that he got his start at a historically black college or university, Delaware State. This man, I, I, this is not dementia, by the way, because, and this is why he doesn't have to worry about looking like a bully, because this man, he, he does not know the truth. He has done nothing but lie. I think Trump needs to start out by saying, you know, um, it hit him hit him on the lie of going back to when he had to drop out of the race the first time. This is a man who's been in D.C. for 47 years. I think he first ran for president in 1980 and had to drop out because of plagiarism. He has lied about his marriage. He lied about what happened in the car crash that killed his wife. I think Trump needs to hit him hard on that. I think Trump needs to go after him especially hard on the fact that it was Joe Biden. Here Joe Biden is going around saying that my president isn't going to want to, is trying to launch a coup attempt. Talk about the best defense is a good offense ploy tactic. I think Trump needs to hit him hard for the fact that it was the Biden, uh, uh, Obama and Joe Biden himself, not just the Obama administration. It was Joe Biden in, an, uh, in a meeting in the, in the Oval Office on January 5th, 2017, after the FBI had already said that Michael Flynn, a military hero, had committed no crimes his phone call with that with the Russians was absolutely above board. He never even talked about sanctions. And it was Joe Biden who came up with the idea of going after Michael Flynn with the Logan Act so they would have an excuse to go after and launch an illegal investigation against President Trump after they already illegally spied on his campaign. That is treason. And I think Trump needs to hit him hard on it and watch him squirm. I think he can lay the knockout punch in the first two minutes of this debate if he ignores the advice of everybody that he ignored in 2015. He ignored the Carl Roves. 
He ignored the Brit Humes. He ignored the, what's her name? The, the blonde with the big teeth on Fox. Radish, who's the blonde with the big teeth? She was the spokeswoman for George Bush. It's like her lips struggled to get around her teeth. You don't know who I'm talking about. He's Laura at me. Ingram. No. No, she doesn't have big Dana Perino. He oh, needs to, okay. yeah, she's, uh, you know, because. She has big teeth? Oh, they're, they're huge. Oh, I never really They're noticed. enormous. I mean, her lips can barely move around them huh, sometimes okay. when she speaks. Uh, I think she's beautiful, by the way, but I have a hard time remembering her name. I think that's, I think he needs to come out really hard. And so I think, in, number one, he needs to come out hard um, against Joe Biden for his lies. And I think including the lies, it's not just the lies of a historic, like yesterday, uh, Delaware State had to come out and correct him. No, Joe Biden, you never went. To a historical black college, you never went to Delaware State. Talk about pandering to the black community when he when he's the one who came up with locking up the black people. He needs to hit him hard on that. He needs to hit him hard on the on the on not just the lies of his life in forty seven years, but he needs to hit him hard and confront him on the lie that he continues to tell on the campaign trail that President Trump said that there were good people on both sides, including the white supremacists in Charlottesville. That did not happen. He needs to confront him on that. He needs to confront him on the coup attempt by the Obama administration, including the fact that we just found out this past week that they all knew that the dossier that Hillary Clinton paid for was sourced by a Russian national security threat, a Russian operative. And then he can segue into the 47 years that while President Trump, how I think he needs to say, how dare you say anything to me about anything that I've done legally with my taxes, Joe Biden. I haven't collected a dime as president of the United States for the past four years. If you haven't taken advantage of every opportunity to minimize your taxes, you're a fool and an idiot. And oh, by the way, America, you know, the tax code is there for this purpose because it, it helps business people invest and grow jobs. But how dare you, Joe Biden, say a thing to about anybody to anybody about my taxes when you have spent the last 47 years using your office not to help any americans out there including black americans but to line the pockets of your family including your cokehead son who got three and a half million dollars from the a widow of the russian mayor and oh by the way and as you were doing this joe biden i want to know how you recorded that on your taxes when you, were, when you were vice president for eight years and you got all these deals for your family, not just including your crackhead son, how did you write that off? Was it commissions? Finder's fees for the deal? Kind of like a broker? Or were they in-kind campaign contributions? How did you record it? Because if you didn't, then you know maybe you need to be investigated by the IRS. Maybe I need to get the IRS on the phone right now. I'd hit him real hard. I'm going to take a break when I come back. It could be the wrong strategy. I don't know. So I'm going to ask my friend, my buddy Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report, what he thinks about uh, what should happen tomorrow night, what he's expecting to see, Trump's tax story, and more. So don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. You know what? I could just throw this segment to uh, my brother Ed Martin and just let him talk and sit here and groove to one of my favorite songs, More Balance to the Ounce, baby. And that's what Trump needs to do. He needs to bring his 2016 bounce Tomorrow night to the debate. And joining me now to talk about this and more is my buddy Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report. And he joins me now. Hey, Brother Ed, welcome back to the show. 
Hey, great to be back with you. And uh, boy, it is not dull in America, is it? I mean, my goodness, I think we used to have, I think there's going to be, by the way, there's going to be a baseball uh, playoffs and the San Diego Padres will be playing my St. Louis Cardinals. So we ought to hit up old Brodsky for the, uh, the suite of seats or whatever they got going there and go over to the stadium. Although I don't even know, do they let the whole crowd in there? Who knows? Anyway, we'll see, but it's a, it's fun. That's fun to have that happen. That'll be cool. Well, um, I'm not a baseball fan, but you know what? I, I'm all for a reopening. Well, your LSU, hey, your LSU team lost. I can't believe it. I became a, a, a sort of half a LSU fan because of you, and they get beat around by the Bulldogs. And did you see that that coach, uh, Coach Leach, video, he said, jump on the uh, bandwagon, everybody. I figured, my gosh, it's going to be like suicide watch time for the LSU Tiger fans. No, no, because let me tell you, um, and I was telling my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks before the show, I said that, you know, last year, we knew last year was a magic. It was just a completely magical season, and there was no way it was going to be duplicated. Most of the team, almost everybody who uh, who made that magic happen is gone from the team. I think Derek Stingley, I'll tell you all this, and then you non-football people won't have to hear me yammer about it anymore. Um, Stingley, who was our number, uh, our top, one of the few of the players from last season that stuck around, was actually hospitalized Friday night. You know, we didn't have any we didn't have any spring training. I mean, it just, you know, this season this season is a is a throwaway season, which is unfortunate for the players because when you get to be at Stingley's uh talent or all these young kids, what they go through to get to be at this level of football at this age is extraordinary and they have been denied so much uh in in terms of their passion being able to play this, the game that they love, being able to prepare for a professional season. Some of them spent their entire lives hoping and praying that they were going to be able to get drafted from the NFL. And now, which happens typically starts, the process starts junior year, it's being, being stolen from them. And it's being stolen from them, Ed Martin, because of these dictators like Gavin Newsom who are exploiting coronavirus for power. Right now in California, they're changing it again. We're going to talk about the debate in a minute. And coronavirus is going to be a, a top topic in tomorrow night's debate. It's how convenient that it's gone from mortality rates and hospitalization rates uh, to case rates and now in the state of California to transmission rates any way that they can to keep us shut down for power. And it's despicable and it's hurting Americans. Well, and and here's the thing I'll tell you is even if you want to get suckered into uh, knee deep into this, and this is important because this is about leadership. And I think the president, I think the president has to, I know he's, he's been pushing for football and all, but. Um, if you get suckered into some of the things, what you should at least look at, if you believe in this, all they say, look at the science of all the kids that get it, high college kids, there's no hospitalizations. I mean, in other words, this is not, even if you get this thing, you're not in real trouble if you're 22 and under. So why, why aren't all the colleges back and handling it? You know, and the reality is, I think, as you point out, whether it's power or politics or both, they've clearly been messing with this. And again, you know, at this point, the power of the media to hide a story, forget about the tax story. We can talk about that in a minute because it will come up in the debate and you and I will be covering it all after, after you know, tomorrow night at 730 on our post-debate show. But, you know, even the power of the media to bury a story right now, the story should be COVID deaths are down to nothing. Everyone except really old people or really sick people are, are, are in great shape. Go, go, go. Yeah. And instead, nothing. No story. Nothing. It's crazy. Ab- it's absolutely. Crazy yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that, that uh, Trump needs to hit hard. I think that he's been – I think he's been um, – and it's tough. It's tough to switch back into campaign mode when you also have to be president. And as president, he's had to work with the states. 
And so, um, you know, when Mark Levin tossed him a question um, uh, in an interview last Sunday when he was on Life, Liberty and Levin, it was about these mayors, these uh, mayors and governors like in New York, 40 percent of all the deaths, 40 percent are in nursing homes. And many of those could have been avoided. But for these Democrat mayors and governors sending six seniors into nursing homes and Trump didn't want to go there. And he needs to go there in this debate tomorrow night. I think what he needs to do is he needs to take off the president of I'm the president for everybody and I've got to play nice with the Democrats like Gavin Newsom and others. And, and you know, and I think he needs to go hard tomorrow night in this debate. What do you think? Yeah, I, I do. I think it's a weird it's a weird debate, isn't it? I mean, in some ways, um, you know, everyone who tunes in that's for Trump is going to say did great. Everyone that's for Biden is going to defend him as not comatose. Um, in between, you have to wonder how many people uh, are going to be looking and saying how do I form an opinion. But I agree with you, and I think we can we can agree on this. Trump's not going to change his colors for this. But I think your point is right. It would be good to see him sort of shake the shake the box a bit, change the dynamic, whether it's on the COVID question or it's on some of these other things. But um, I, I just don't know. You know, I, by the way, did you see the news just a few minutes ago that uh, that Joe Biden uh, met with the governor of Virginia, Northam, who has just tested positive for COVID? And wow. so the, there's not been anything from the campaign on what is going to happen. But, you know, oh, Northam, who, Nor- yeah. you talk. You talk about a mask Nazi. Northam is like a mask Nazi in Virginia. He's trying to because he used to wear a hood. He was into the hoods back when he was in med school. And now he's he's now like everybody wear a mask when you're thinking about getting up in the morning and when you're in the shower, wear a mask. So somehow even he got the got the uh, got the Wuhan virus. So because I, I masks don't, don't work because masks don't work. How about that? So 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 let me let me interject then. So, you know, here's yeah. what I see. I hear that Biden uh, meets with Northam. And for for no reason, why, why was he meeting with Northam? What a convenient excuse tomorrow for Joe Biden to say, you know what, I'm not going to be able to go to the debate. Now well, I got to quarantine. I mean, I, look, I, I predicted this in an interview last week. I said, interview, I said, Biden will get COVID on at Sunday night, and now it won't come. This is as I guess this is as close as you get. But look, again, I, I, I here's here's the one thing I don't hear people saying. You you talk to these Democrats, they're they're, they're lunatics. They're so out of touch. They're like in in a, in a fog. They're up in the clouds. They think Biden's going to win. So I think probably Biden is back in his basement. He's saying, I'm going to win. And I'm Joe Biden. And he's sort of believing his own hype. And I think maybe he's going to wade in there because, look, I see every single day I see in the data and I see a lot of the polling that's not public on some of it out of the White House and the campaign. Every single trend line is the right direction for Trump. It's still a battle, right? The country's still divided. And, of course, the media is against him. And we can talk in a minute about what they're doing with this concerted attack. The Atlantic magazine helped. We said we'll lay down a predicate to diminish the enthusiasm for military voters for Trump. Then two weeks later, we have the New York Times lay down a predicate for diminishing enthusiasm for people who say Trump is a great success in business, therefore good in the economy. You can see what they're doing. And Trump is still surging. And meanwhile, Biden thinks he's doing great. So maybe he's just so arrogant he's going to show up. I mean, it's crazy to me that he would because I think he'll stumble. But tomorrow night we'll know. I think that he will show up, and uh, I, and I think that he's. It doesn't matter what he what he does. The media is going to say he knocked it out of the park. I mean, you look at what they did when he gave that speech that was clearly recorded and probably took him four days to complete, with the editing and piecing that thing together at the DNC. And I and I, you know, they and everybody said it was the greatest speech you know since Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. So it doesn't matter what he does. The media is going to say. Uh, and that he that he knocked it out of the park. And of course, he's going to have the help of Chris Wallace. 
And mm-hmm. um, and so I predict that, at, and I've been saying for a long time, the Republican Party, one of the biggest mistakes that they make is they allow these these lefties, and that is clearly what Chris Wallace is, uh, m- moderate these debates, i.e. control the message and control the messaging of each of each candidate, either tr- attempting to hurt one or help the other. You, and, and after what Candy Crowley did in 2012, there should have been no what, – what we should have done is we should have insisted that there be no moderators. Uh, here's the topic, and you have an intern set a timer. Topics national defense – uh, and we're going to give you five minutes and you five minutes and then you guys can then, then time to rebut each other. That's a real debate. It's not a real debate when one person and Molly Hemingway pointed out that back in 2016, Chris Wallace had the last debate and he asked Trump whether or not he was willing to accept the outcome of the election. But he didn't ask Hillary Clinton. Everybody needs to get asked the same question. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, I, you and I, I mean, we go we bang our heads against the microphone all, you know, five nights a week. And and, and so when we say. The press is hypocritical and they're liars. No one's surprised, right? I mean, that's we're repeating ourselves. So, I mean, what will happen is, as you point out, if, if Joe Biden doesn't fall on his face literally, they will say, oh, my gosh, this is like Clarence Darrow. I mean, this is this guy's amazing. He's the most amazing thing. So you're exactly right. The question is whether I tell people it's almost like you're looking for sort of a, a signature moment, you know, a say. And one of them is this, by the way. I, I remember I look back at this in the Bill Clinton debate with Bob Dole. The uh, interviewer said, do you think you're too old, Mr. Dole, your age? And Dole had some hemming and hawing answer like only Bob Dole could do. And then Bill Clinton stepped up to the mic and he said, he's not too old. His ideas are too old. And that was it, right? That was like the end of it. Like Reagan, you know, he said, I won't make your age an issue here. You know, the question is whether there's something here that will either be so sort of out there for Biden or whatever that will give people reason to say, oh, yeah, that's why. But honestly, I don't think it will. I don't think there's anything that's going to be like that. I think right now we're watching – Either the greatest theft of an election by the mainstream media, the fake news and tech, or we're going to see the greatest triumph by a candidate against all odds. Because watching the concerted effort, yesterday's New York Times piece, which was greeted with open arms and and already drafted editorials by everybody from the the, uh, Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, just rolled it out. And again, they know if you know politics, you know, you don't knock out your opponent, you cut him a thousand times on the edges and they're doing it expertly. And people say, oh, it's bull. It's this and that. Trust me, they're doing it. They're not doing it in a vacuum. They're doing it by testing what works and how to move people. And I, you know, we're watching with only five weeks left. How many more body blows does Trump have to absorb? And what does it do? You know, what is what do the numbers do when you, you, you lose the energy or enthusiasm with independent mind and military, independent mind. And, you know, people think about the economy. It's a battle. This is a battle. And it's Trump versus the swamp, the Democrats, the fake news and big tech. I mean, it's just us and oh. us and Trump versus the world. Yeah. Can I can I keep you over for another segment? Can you stick around? Anytime. Thank Andrea, you. I'm good answer, my friend. Good. Stay all night. I love it when I've got a good friend at my disposal that I get to that I get to. He, you're my Biden. I get to pull your strings. I'm, I'm Kamala <laughs> Harris, go. and you're my Biden, oh, and I'm pulling your strings. All right, Ed Martin's going to uh, stick around. He and I are hosting tomorrow night's debate. What's going to happen is we're going to play the debate in its entirety, and then Ed and I are going to stick around and give some post-debate analysis and take your calls tomorrow night, and he's going to stick around. So don't go away right now. You come on back. Oh. 
more Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Yeah, taking a ride with me and Brother Ed Martin, who's here with me tonight. We're doing a debate coverage tomorrow night. We're going to be playing its debate in the debate in its entirety right here on The Answer San Diego. And then Ed and I are going to stick around and we're going to be co-hosting post-debate analysis and taking your calls. So you're going to want to join us tomorrow night. Um, okay, so we, we've mentioned Ed Martin. Thank you for being here from Pro America Report. And by the way, Ed uh, Ed show, he does a wink. His opening segment every night is what you need to know. And then uh, if you go to Pro America Report and you sign up, you can get a copy of that in your email every morning. And it's and it's really nice to have somebody just concisely tell you what you need to know every day. Right. That's right. Yeah, so Ed Martin, what do we need to know about... You know, the thing about Trump's Trump's taxes in this story is you're right. There will be some people who, because the average American doesn't even know how to fill out a 1040 easy, okay? Mm -hmm. And then they perfectly timed this. They've got all these ads running. Look, a school teacher pays $7,000 in taxes, and Trump only paid $750. You are a businessman as well as attorney. How can you – what do people need to know that's the real deal about the tax story? Yeah, I mean, look, first of all, um, Donald Trump is insanely wealthy, and when you're wealthy – you pay, uh, you know, lawyers and accountants to make it, you know, as as uh, functional as you can. So uh, this is very common for big businesses and all. And so, but that doesn't really change the dynamic, as you point out, in terms of the kind of people that are looking up, going, "What? How much did you pay?" Look, I, at the end of the day, Donald Trump ran. He didn't. Um, he didn't hide the fact that he was who was he was. He wasn't a politician. He wasn't doing a deal like Biden had no money his whole career. His whole career, he had no money. And suddenly he had nice homes. He had nice travel because when you're in an office, they make it you're in in an elected office. They make it easy. Then he leaves office three years ago. He's now worth like 30 million dollars. Did nothing. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end, at the uh, at the measuring stick on this is what infuriates me is it's such a clear political hit. The timing, how they rolled it out, how it's been coordinated. And frankly, it's effective. But the only pushback is say, hey, look. America, we have a system. The government tells you how you can do it. And the system includes depreciating assets and all these kinds of things. Trump did that and played by the rules. You know, at the end of it, I I, want to say the two things they didn't find in this report, which should have been the headlines, but of course, they're not honest, was no criminal activity or wrongdoing of any kind. And they actually said, no connection to the stupid Russians. So <laughs> right. you, you kind of want to be like, okay, was this an exoneration? But it's not. It's not now about the truth. The media is part and parcel with the left, and they're playing a game to confuse America and teach them. And our people need to say, which party do you want? You got Trump or Biden in charge? The people, Biden's people, were spying on us spying on the president. There was a coup. They didn't know how to run the economy. They were running health care in the ground. And here's Trump who says, I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm going to fight with these guys. I'm going to secure the border. All these things. Try to remember it's a choice. It's not a referendum on Trump. Because if you think it's a referendum on Trump, you're going to get six more weeks or five more weeks of this nonsense, and it's going to hurt. But if you say choice, okay, I'll take four more years of that. I think there'll be more opportunity for myself and my family in the future. What this tax story did was it preyed on the emotions of people that are struggling right now economically who have no idea anything at all about complex taxation, 
for businesses or even or, or even um, even small businesses, even even simple taxes. And at a time in which so many Americans are hurting and they're hurting in many reasons, for many reasons, because of these Democrat governors like here in California, where they've Newsom is now. Uh, it started out as mortality rates. I said this earlier. Then it went to case rates. Now it's transmission rates, which is absolutely something you cannot you cannot pinpoint whatsoever. Meanwhile, businesses, 60% of restaurants in Chula Vista and San Diego County will never reopen again. They are destroying people's lives, and and yet they're making it all about Trump's taxes. And so they're preying upon people. And what I would say to you out there is you don't have to understand complicated taxation. And Trump doesn't either. Let me tell you, as a team of people doing this, all you need to know is, were you better off economically under President Trump's economy before the Democrats decided to shut down your business? Yeah. And take your that's job right. away I mean, from yeah, you. Yeah. It's really yeah, simple. No. Right. No, that's right. And again, but 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 the key, I, I, I agree with you. And the, but the key is make it about a choice. You know, in America, we have a two party system. And which party do you think? Which party do you think the hyphenated American party, which is doing things, you know, under Obama, people forget life is you know, life moves so fast. Under Obama, we had Obama and Biden. They were hyphenating our military. They were doing transgender stuff. They were doing all the education, the critical race theory. They were driving our people crazy. That's our military. They were driving the economy towards socialism. They were taking control, regulatory control of aspects of our lives. I mean, look, the choice is Elizabeth Warren running the economy, right? AOC running social policy, the Energy Department being influenced by the Green New Deal. That's the choice. You got to remember the choice and then go back and say, "Okay, I may not like his tweets or I may not understand what he was doing here, but that's the choice. And and that's I think what you know, what we do, you and I do is try to cut through the nonsense and see the choice. And then we just got to hope and pray. And I believe in it, the goodness of the American people. But I've never there's never been a president or a candidate who's faced, like I said earlier, it's Donald Trump and we the people versus all of big tech. All of the mainstream media, all of the Democrat establishment, all of the liberal elites, all of the swamp, including the intelligence community. I mean, it really is. We're, we're a band of brothers and sisters. but It's a small band. And we just got to hope the American people decide, hey, I don't want to go back to that swampiness uh, and, and go back into that mess that we had before. It's going to be a battle. Well, yeah. In fact, you can look at these states that are under lockdown and see what will happen to the entire country if Joe Biden wins the presidency. It will be complete regulatory control. They have turned around everything that Trump did to restart the economy from low taxes and, most importantly, the removal of regulations. They upended with the coronavirus with these regulations, of which a Pennsylvania judge said is unconstitutional. Trump was asked about it, and he and he finally, and this is why he needs to get back in and start get campaigning. Forget playing nice with these Democrat governors. I know that he wants to, because they don't get it to have it both ways. And Trump should not feed their desire to have it both ways, where they expect the federal government to use the full weight of its power, including giving them federal dollars, and then act as though the federal government doesn't have a say in what they're doing with these shutdowns. Trump needs to get engaged because we're yeah. hurting economically as a result, and he needs to stop acting as, oh, oh, I've got a great relationship with the governors. Listen, they're throwing him under the bus all day, every day. I don't think that's the way to play it. And then I see reports the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton announced 134 felony voter fraud charges in connection with the 2018 
Democrat primary. And these were Democrats doing this in the state of Texas. One of the things that they were doing and how I, I, you know, I've had friends of mine argue with me here, Ed Martin, that absentee ballots are a good thing. No, they're not a good thing because this 134 felony voter counts had to do with with um, without getting too in the weeds here. Um, going and getting absentee ballots on behalf of voters who didn't even know it. Young people didn't even know that somebody went and got an absentee ballot in their name, and they got it pretending that, the, that these young people were disabled and then voted and stacked the decks. They knew exactly how many vo- additional votes they needed to push it over for the Democrat, and they did it through voter fraud. And this, is, this story is coming out at the same time we have Project Veritas showing – uh, trunk loads of uh, of absentee ballots that have been ballot harvested from seniors in Ilhan Omar's district. This is maybe why Joe Biden's not out campaigning, because if this happens across the country, they can easily steal this election. No, I, I look, I think that is exactly right. And the only thing I would say is um, it's the lazy man's way to campaign. It's a little bit like Hillary Clinton, who assumed that she would just win because she was supposed to win. In this case, Biden thinks he's going to win because the voter fraud will work out. You know, we've already seen the voter fraud, the mail-in balloting, which is so fraudulent, is kind of backfiring in some places. You know, more more of the lower-income minority voters who would by gen- generally vote for uh, a Biden are, are being thrown out in places like North Carolina because they don't, they're not completed correctly and all. I just want to say one thing, Andrea. When I think this is over, when this is over, I think when you look back and say, boy, it really did look like uh, the the uh, the mainstream media, the fake news and the swamp did convince a bunch of voters to vote for Biden. But what they missed was there's going to be tens of thousands in each city of people. And over the country, it'll be millions of, of voters, African-Americans, Hispanic Americans, low income voters who say that guy's on my side. And the polling shows that, by the way, the polling shows that, that, that African-American voters are already a higher percentage with Trump. And I think they'll be even higher. If you think it's bad to be a white guy like me and tell some random people you're for Trump, imagine what it's like to be a black guy in St. Louis City and say that. And so same thing with Hispanics, same thing with Asian-Americans. Republicans don't go hyphenated American as much as the Democrats. But when you look inside the tabs on these polls, you say, holy cow, you know, Hillary Clinton won 66 percent of Asian-Americans. So 33 percent went to Trump. Now Trump is uh, now Biden is polling at 34 percent. Trump's at 33 percent. The rest is undecided. Undecideds don't break to one candidate. They break between them all, which means that's a landslide for Trump. So what, what, I, what I'm saying is they're making an argument to each other in the swamp and in the media elites. But the rest of the country, a lot of them are looking up going, yeah, I know who's on our side. Mm-hmm. It's that guy. And I'm not going to vote for uh, old Uncle Joe. I think that's what we'll see on the 4th of November. But between then and now, we're going to see every single trick played on us by the mainstream media and the Democrat establishment. It's really uh, terrifying to watch. Yeah, well, in the the couple minutes we have left, that brings me to Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, What tricks could they have up their sleeve against this woman? They're not going to be able to trot out and use Michael Avenatti to come out against her. No. Um, I think they're going to try to slow it down. Do you have trust that Mitch McConnell will force a vote before the election? 100%. Yeah, let me tell you something something guaranteed to happen is that Mitch McConnell has the votes. And he's going to get that through. And there's one reason why. And this is a funny reason. It's not because the Republicans suddenly have backbone. It's because enough of them are afraid that Trump might lose. 
and, and they might, some of them may lose. They just got to get this done. And so they're just going to push it through. The second reason is they're right about this. They believe, as with Kavanaugh, that it's better for Republicans, senators that are up for reelection to have this fight. It, it worked against Kavanaugh. Somebody like Claire McCaskill lost because of the Kavanaugh fight. And so they think it's a good idea. And here's the really interesting trick box. The Democrats can attack a bright woman who's credentialed. They better be careful about attacking a Catholic woman because that's mm -hmm. going to get some blowback in Pennsylvania, Michigan, M Minnesota, New Hampshire. But here's what they're t testing. They tested it today. They're going to say her comments on the Affordable Care Act in disagreeing with Chief Justice Roberts make it so she wants to get rid of health care. Now, if you know the political landscape, health care is an Achilles heel mm -hmm. for the Republicans because of McCain. Ugh. So that's where they're going. Creep. But they can't stop it. It's going ahead. It's going to be all kabuki theater. They have the votes. There's nothing they can do. And the Democrats are just going to sit back. They're going to fight. It's a civil war. But they're going to sit back and know we can't stop uh, cocaine Mitch. He's got the votes. Cocaine Mitch. <laughs> that's, his, that's his nickname. Well, I can't wait for tomorrow night. We're going to have a lot of fun. Ed Martin and I are going to be hosting post-debate analysis. We're going to play the debate debate in its entirety here. I will be tweeting throughout the debate, as I'm sure Ed will be as well. So yeah, follow man. him on Twitter at Eagle Ed Martin. Uh, subscribe to his wink at uh, Pro America Report, and we will join you tomorrow night. Ed Martin, thanks for being here tonight, and see you tomorrow. Thanks, Andrea. See you. All right. We're going to take a tiny little break. We come back. we got more great groove and music. And, uh, well, come on back. I'm not going to tell you what story. I don't want you to leave. Come back. Get down on it. Come on in. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. A K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Uh, radish guess what i have the 45 to that did you really yeah i do i have i have like the greatest 45 collection my older sister collected 45s and i got them all what was the first 45 you ever bought um it was michael jackson um dancing machine okay okay mine was pat benatar hit me with your best shot <laughs> I can't stand that song now. <laughs> it's horrible. It's the worst. I can't believe you're a Pat Benatar fan. I always liked a smooth groove. I was never I was never a Pat Benatar fan. Um, Y'all know I am a fan of my balance in nature. Um, and uh, I, I say this all the time. It just galls me to death. You know that it's not about uh, public health and they, they, this is about power. When you never hear Fauci ever talk about immunity... We now know that it is under the age of 70, you have a 99.997% chance of recovering if you have strong immunity. And I'm not telling you taking balance in nature means you're never going to catch a cold. But we do know that eating right and taking care of yourself, what are the comorbidities people have that's, that's affecting them? Diabetes, adult onset diabetes from diet and being obese. And heart disease, much of which is diet-related. So eat right and take care of yourself. I also take my balance in nature, and I love it. I have not had a cold in nine months now or sinus infection, which is like a miracle for me. They have 35% off right now and free shipping. Go to balanceofnature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH and do something for yourself. Nobody else is going to tell you to, to work on your immune system, but Andrea K. Show will. Okay, I want to spend the last few minutes I have talking about um, we what I barely touched on with Ed Martin because we had so many topics to hit on. But 
I'm I'm unhappy. And Ed was talking a lot about mainstream media and crap going on with the media. Fox News does not have the Project Veritas videos up at all on their homepage. I had have not seen them talking or reporting on this story. We have a ballot harvesting fraud going on. Uh, in Minneapolis, in her district, that according to a Somali whistleblower says that her campaign has been connected to, which involves, uh, uh, and there's a video, uh, Minnesota law forbids anyone, this is from Breitbart, from ballot harvesting more than three ballots in an election. You can see in video uh, that Liban Mohammed, who's a ballot broker, why would we have ballot brokers? Why in the world would there be anybody out there whose gig is being a ballot broker? Because you know what? People are getting paid money to hand over their empty absentee ballots so somebody can fill it out for them. So this dude's got video of hundreds in the trunk of his car. And he's connected to Ilhan Omar. And according to the whistleblower, the Democrat Party knows this. And of course they do. So why is Fox News not reporting on this? Why is nobody else reporting on it? Because she's a Muslim? We know that Amy Coney Barrett's being attacked all day long for being a Catholic, but we're not, is that why Ilhan Omar is getting a pass? This woman was already busted for campaign uh, finance fraud. She was never investigated for the fact that she committed immigration fraud with her brother. Her whole family did. She married her brother so he could, so he could come here. And by the way, this is what's going on here. And this community, and this Somali community in Minneapolis, is so identical to what I read about in this book called While Europe Slept. This is exactly what, what lost Europe. Their, their continent is gone. Open borders, bring in all these immigrants from a lot, a lot of this is, is Muslim countries, um, put them over in these own little communities where nobody oversees what's going on, and it's rife for welfare fraud and immigration fraud and ballot fraud. We got people, according to this whistleblower, um, these uh, you've got Somali and other people coming into the area just to, to pretending register to vote, voting, and then leaving, stealing elections. This is this is possibly how she won re-election. Um, and, well, which means she didn't win it. And and you you do this across the country, and this you can easily sway a presidential election in in Texas where they filed 134 counts of fraud. Um, the the Democrat won. By five votes. Here in San Diego County years ago, we won a district. The Republican Party won a district by 65 votes. And I've said from the beginning, the Democrats are always, always playing the long game. We should have never gone along with absentee ballots. I even have too many Republicans saying, no, that's good. If somebody That way somebody can take a vacation. You've just opened the door. Completely opened the door. You know what? Don't take your vacation on Election Day if your vote matters that much to you. The only people who should be voting... Outside of the polls is the military. That's it. And you should have voter ID. Simple story. Um, I wish I had some more time to cover the phenomenal press conference that Trump can brag about in tomorrow night's debate. He came out today and announced uh, they are ready to ship 150 million rapid tests to the high-risk communities. Uh, One of the key people who spoke at the press conference today was our man, Dr. Atlas, and guess who was absent from today's press conference? I'm not going to say they were missing because nobody was missing. Socialist scalp, scalp, scarf woman and Fauci. It was Dr. Atlas and who's um, leading the charge for the coronavirus. And um, President Trump deserves a lot of credit for what he's done to save American lives. And we will see you all tomorrow night. Special debate coverage. Peace out. Love you all. Thank you, Radish. Thank you, Ed Martin. Thanks to the listeners. Have a great night, everybody.